Are you here? Well, considering that your ears perked up and you squinted, I like our chances. You are here. Thanks for tuning in to the Paul Leslie Hour, featuring interviews with the greatest writers and artists of our time. We're very pleased to welcome today Prince Edward Island singer-songwriter Lenny Gallant on the show for his second interview. Lenny Gallant makes astonishing records that display not only his phenomenal songwriting, but his stunning voice. According to The Guardian, Gallant truly is a master tunesmith. His lyrics and the melody lines that flow through them are beautifully interwoven and go straight for the heart almost every time. The late Jimmy Buffett called Lenny Gallant one of my favorite Canadian songwriters. Speaking of Jimmy Buffett, Lenny Gallant contributed writing on two songs to the final posthumous Jimmy Buffett album and was also featured on the track Portugal or PEI. Lenny sings in English and French and is also in the duo Siren and Matelot or Siren and Sailor with Patricia Richard. Now, before we get rolling, I want to remind you to please subscribe to Paul Leslie's YouTube channel. You will be very glad you did. And with that, I think we're all ready to hear from Lenny Gallant himself. Hey, Lenny Gallant. How are you, man? I'm good. How about yourself? Oh, pretty good. And you're joining us from Prince Edward Island? I am on the North Shore of PEI. Very nice. I, I have yet to be there, but I can dream. Well, Lenny, thank you so much for, for speaking with me once more. No problem, man. Thanks for, for the interest. Absolutely. I don't even know if you remember it. My feelings would not be hurt, but we did an interview years ago by phone. But it's nice to see you in living color. Well, nice to see you too. <laughs> so a, a lot's been going on lately. You've got, of course, your your solo songwriting and recording going on. But then there's also this duo, which I want to point all the viewers and listeners to. And you'll have to forgive me, but I think it's uh, uh, Seren uh, Matalo. Seren e Matalo. Seren e Matalo. Which means the, the siren and the sailor. The Siren and the Sailor. Now, what, where did you come upon that particular name for this duo? Well, um, it's actually the very first song that that uh, we wrote together in, in French. And uh, as you know, my career is mostly in English. I've, I've got, I don't know, what is it, uh, 11 or 12 albums out in English. But then uh, my heritage is Acadian. Uh, and uh, Acadians are... The, you know, from the first uh, settlers in uh, 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 European settlers in North America and in our part of the world, and of course, all the Cajuns of Louisiana come uh, are, are our cousins. You know, after the deportation of the Acadians from our part of the world, a lot of them ended up down in Louisiana. And uh, they, if you really want to know where the name Cajun came from, in various parts of uh, the east coast of Canada, when you say Acadian in in French, you'll say Moshwakaje. It means I'm an Acadian, Acajin. So you can see where the word Cajun comes from. And uh, anyway, that's part of my heritage. And uh, my uh, 
partner as well, Patricia. She's even more so in that she grew up speaking French. For me, I, I, I picked it up later in life, my French, even though it's part of my heritage. And uh, so uh, having spent a lot of time in Acadian communities, I, I wanted to pursue that part of, of my life as well. And so I started recording a few albums in the French language. And Patricia and I have this duo, Sirene Matalo, uh, a, a siren as in, in mythology, as you possibly know, is a siren is thought, thought to be this mythical creature that had such a beautiful voice it would lure hapless sailors onto the onto the rocks with their boats where they would smash up their boats and and and, uh, and she would uh, plunder them i suppose and take advantage of them and uh, so my partner patricia thought that was the perfect name for our duel <laughs> since uh, i've spent some time on the ocean uh, I, i've helped a friend of mine uh, sailed his schooner from uh, Nova Scotia to Bermuda to the Caribbean a couple of times, down to St. Barts, actually, in the Caribbean a couple of times. So so we thought the name Sirene Matalo would be appropriate uh, for our French duel. It's a cool name and a very interesting idea. Now, I got, to, I got the chance to watch. There's an entire concert of Sirene Matalo on YouTube. It's it's really beautiful music. I don't understand too much French, but it, it doesn't uh, it doesn't mean I can't enjoy the beauty of the music and the, the instrumentation and all of that. I'm hoping you can tell us about one of the songs that you all recorded. Some of our viewers may recognize it, even though it's 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 in French instead of English. There's a song on on your recent release of the song Johnny Holiday. Yeah, and, and uh, that song, as you know, has a Jimmy Buffett uh, uh, credit on it. And the reason being that uh, Jimmy had contacted me about a year ago and asked me to uh, write on a song uh, uh, with him called PEIR Portugal, which we did and is on the album, uh, along with a uh, great contribution, of course, from Will Kimbrough and, and Matt McAnally on that one as well. Uh, and, uh, but uh, after, he also asked me to help him write a song about his friend, Johnny Halliday. Johnny Halliday, he was a, a, a massive uh, rock star in France. He he patterned himself a little bit after Elvis Presley and the rockabilly uh, scene. Uh, you know, as you know, Elvis never really left the States, so it left the, the market wide open. And uh, he stepped in and he became a huge star in France and sort of developed a sound of his own, became a big movie star as well millions and millions of followers in fact when he died a million people showed up at his funeral hmm. uh, and uh but not many people in the english world know of him and uh, jimmy befriended him because jimmy had a place in saint bart's in the caribbean uh, as did johnny and they became friends and uh, jimmy said there it was almost like their careers were mirror images because uh, in the french world not that many people knew who jimmy buffett was but yet he was famous in the english and vice versa for johnny holiday but uh, Johnny passed a few years ago, and he's buried on the island of St. Bart's. And uh, Jimmy knew that I had spent time on the island. I was quite familiar with it. When all the the early haunts uh, back before it became such a such a, 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 a you know a, a well sought after tourist destination, uh, so I knew like Otour de Rocher and Le Select and JoJo's uh, Hamburger Joint and all of these places. Uh, and he asked me if I'd help write this homage to his friend who had passed away and he sent me videos of 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 the area and of his gravesite which is really a, almost a shrine or so many 
people from France who would visit there just to visit his grave and, and leave mementos and flowers and so forth. And and so Johnny, uh, <clears throat> Jimmy had asked me to co-write the song. What a Mac came on board, and, and uh, between the three of us, we wrote this song, uh, Johnny Halliday, or Johnny's Rum for the English version. That's right. But because, but because he was such a massive French star, John, uh, uh, Jimmy encouraged me to do a French version of it, which we did. My partner Patricia and I translated the song, and, and we put it on our on our French album, uh, Le Monde de Dissonance. And uh, yeah, it turned out pretty good. It's uh, uh, um, uh, I, it, I hope that people in France get to hear it. You know, they're one of one of their heroes. By any chance, did Jimmy Buffett get to hear uh, either the finished or a demo of the French version? He did get to hear it. He heard the he heard both the demo and the and the finished version, and he really liked it. He had he had played it for his friends in in, uh, in the bar select on on Saint Bart's. He said they liked it, so I was I'm glad that that he got to hear it. Very cool, and you know if you look throughout the many, many records that Jimmy Buffett made, it's not very often that he has a guest vocalist. And you, along with Will Kimbrough on the uh, PEI or Portugal track, get to sing on the record. Yeah, you know, it was a, a real honor. Um, he had asked me down to Key West, Margaritaville, there to uh, to sing on it just just before they were wrapping the thing up in that studio, uh, and uh, we went down. My my partner Patricia and I went down and found out that they were holding the studio just for me to sing my parts. My I was only going to sing on the choruses, I thought, but then uh, they asked me to sing a verse, uh, which was uh, tremendous, and I sang a verse, and they ended up using it. Uh, so that's true. I, I I feel very special, very lucky. Uh, to have that happen, and uh, um, and it was so much fun we had in the studio that day. You know, I ended up being the very last human to sing to perform, I should say, in the Shrimp Boat Studios down in Key West, right, right down on the docks there, the little unassuming studio that used to be a, a, a shrimp uh, 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 warehouse, I guess. But you know, in the fishing days, and they turned it into a studio because right after I sang. They were going to tear it apart and remodel it. I think they're remodeling it. Right. But right after me, uh, Jimmy's uh, daughter's dog came in and, and barked on it. For uh, so uh, the dog's bark is on. Uh, why don't you love like my dog? <laughs> so, <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I want to go back a bit. It was twenty-one years now. Jimmy Buffett recorded it. A absolutely beautiful song that you wrote. It, it's very atypical, especially uh, then, for something that he would do. I'm talking about Mademoiselle Voulez-vous Danser. How did you find out that he had taken a liking to that song and recorded it? Well, I got a phone call uh, from from his office saying that he was interested in in uh, recording it, and uh, so I was. It came out of left field, and I was. I was very uh, happy to hear that, you know, uh, and uh, we ended up we ended up uh, meeting up in in Toronto because we were both performing in Toronto around the same time, and he was playing the Molson Center there, and my place was a little more modest, but uh, we got together, uh, had uh, had dinner the night before his show, and he said you should come down and we'll we'll sing the song. So I ended up 
going down and sitting on a surfboard with him and Mac, and, and we performed that song live in front of the audience. It was a, it was a real thrill. Lenny, do you have any dreams that have not yet come true that you want to make become reality? Do I have any dreams? <laughs> wow. Um, well, I've always wanted to to get a book written. I, I admire Jimmy for finding the time to write a couple of books, several books, and and, uh, and I've always wanted to do something like that. I've, I've got a, a bunch of projects in my mind. I have a musical that I want to write. Uh, with a story to it i have i have sort of a musical out there now it's called searching for abigwate abigwate being the original Mi'kmaq name for prince edward island and uh but uh yeah i've i've got a number of creative projects that if i can ever find the time that, I, that i'd love to pursue would you say that uh you know your your ability to write is it something that you have worked on like a craft that you've perfected or would you say it's more of like a something you were born with oh i think i think it's something i had to work at you know i look back at i mean when my very early songs were pretty bad you know uh, hmm. but uh i think by the time i started recording i still performed some of the songs from my first album um, I, I think by the time I started recording, I was I was a decent writer, but I I think I'm a better writer now. I I, I like I enjoy the the writing of my more recent albums even more. I think than the has, early stuff. Has anything about your life surprised you? Lots of things surprised me. <laughs> uh, uh, I've constantly been surprised. Uh, I've performed with artists that I never thought I would have had the chance to perform with. Uh, you know. Uh, Never in my wildest dreams that I think I'd be sharing a stage and sharing a record with Jimmy Buffett. Um, that's uh, that's a big surprise. Um, I've been um, given uh, certain honors in, in in my in my life that I never never dreamed I would receive, um, and uh, I found a beautiful woman that uh, I'm in love with, and uh, that's pretty cool. Um, I have a wonderful kid uh, who's very quite talented. I mean, life is full of surprises, you know. Um, I had one of my albums go up to the International Space Station. That was kind of a shock and, and kind of a nice surprise. It went up there with Canadian astronaut Jimmy Payette. And uh, afterwards, I got photographs of uh, of the album floating, my album floating in space and planet Earth in the background. That was pretty cool, you know. And uh, I've been I've been fortunate. This community around here has been. Uh, um, I live in a very musical part of the world, uh, the east coast of Canada, and Prince Edward Island, especially. It blows me away. You know, we've got a pretty small population here. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a pretty small island to be actually one of the provinces of Canada. Less than two hundred thousand people live here. But it's it's astounding the number of artists who uh, inhabit this place, and the number of musicians who actually tour the world from this small little population base. Uh, it, it's it's nuts. Uh, you know, I, I looked at little cities who had the same population, and you might find one or two artists or bands that tour. And here, there's I don't know, there's probably twenty, fifteen to twenty that actually tour on a regular basis. It's it's pretty crazy. You've been at this for quite some time now. Lots of performances, lots of records. If you could go back 
somehow, by some miracle, and tell the young Lenny Gallant, who was first embarking on this career in the world of music, the art of making music, what advice would you give the young Lenny Gallant? What advice would I give him? <clears throat> um, well, there's probably a lot of things <laughs> that I would that I would tell him. Uh, but one in particular, I would tell him, uh, learn how to play piano. Uh, I, I took piano lessons when I was very young, but uh, it didn't go very well. And uh, and I didn't keep at it, and I wish I had. I, I do have a fantastic piano player in my band now, my, my partner, Patricia's son. Uh, he's a whiz on the piano. He studied classical music, and, and uh, uh, he's just been great. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I wish I wish I had kept that up. Uh, you know, a number of other things. Um, wish I had learned how to read music. I don't actually read music. It, strangely enough, I've, I've played a, a number of shows with symphony orchestras, and I help arrange the songs, But and I can see the music. When I look at a page, I know where everything is and where it goes, but if you ask me to read the lines individually of it, uh, I would I would really struggle with that. But, uh, you know, playing with symphony orchestras are... That's magic, man. It's it's it's. I've been very fortunate to have quite a few concerts with three different symphonies, and and that that's been such a blast. And uh, so, yeah, I wish I wish I could read music better. Hmm. Well, you know, we kind of were reunited here because of Jimmy Buffett, and he's sadly no longer with us. Lenny, what does Jimmy Buffett mean to you? You know. Uh, I've met few people in the world who uh, had such a positive outlook on things, and uh, it, it, it's phenomenal the 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 following that he has. And they picked up, I think, on his energy and his, and his love of life, and uh, just wanting to accentuate the positive. You know, our time on this planet is so short. It, there's no time for darkness and hate and all the things that you see going on in the world right now. And and I, I think his his feeling was the best way to combat all that is just be a, a shining light, you know. And uh, he, he, he uh, to spend any time in his presence was was uh, pretty special because when I was with him the last time, he obviously was going through a difficult period. Didn't want to talk about it. Didn't want to focus on it. He was very upbeat. You'd never ever dream he was uh, in a bad way. And this was in April, and not that long before things got took a downturn. Mm. He was even working out in the morning. Um, I, I find myself trying to be more positive, you know, on a daily basis and spending some time with him in, in a way. He had, he had an effect on me like that. And uh, um, Yeah, I, I, I think he gave a lot of joy to a lot of people uh, uh, when they really needed it. And, uh, and that means a lot in the world today. And, uh, he... Uh, he it was almost it was almost like a religious following or something the people that <laughs> that, follow, that follow Jimmy and for good reason I think that's that's true you know I was doing an interview the other day a few days ago with Will Kimbrough one of your co-writers and we were kind of reflecting on you had some just wonderful lines in that song Mademoiselle and the one we were kind of focusing on was these doors and windows open wide. And mm. I have thought of that many, many times through the years. And then the, the the little passage, we all have so little time. 
And songs like that are a reminder of how important that is. So, Lenny, thank you so much for spending time with us. It's been a great honor and good to see you. Thank you, man. I appreciate your support. And uh, I hope people check the album out. And I hope they get a chance to check some of my stuff out at LennyGaland.com. That would be awesome. Absolutely. And that's L-E-N-N-I-E-G-A-L-L-A-N-T.com. LennyGaland.com. Lots of great records to check out there. Any last parting words before we go? Well, now that you mention it, um, our most recent video is out on YouTube, and it's for a song called On the Minnehaha. And Buffett fans might recognize it because it's presently getting a ton of play on Radio Margaritaville. And uh, it's a song that I wrote for a friend of mine, a friend of my partner and I, Patricia, Kirsten Neuschaefer, who won the solo around the world uh, sailing race, probably the most dangerous sailing race in, on, in the world. Sailed all the way around the world, no communication. You can only use navigation from before 1967 because that was the year of the first race. And, and but uh, and she, she ended up having to take a day and a half off of her tour to go save one of the sailors whose boat suddenly sank. It's a tremendous thing. And she was up against 16 sailors. She was the only woman in the race, and she won. And I wrote a song about it. And Jimmy was very much into this race with her. When I, when I was in the Key West, I told him about it. And he followed it closely. And, and because you could do that, every boat had a transponder on it for a satellite. And you could follow the whole race. And uh, it, it was a tremendous story. Um, and uh, I recently got together with her right here on PEI. We went for a little sail just a couple of weeks ago. She's from South Africa. She had spent a year on PEI getting her boat ready during COVID because she got stuck here by accident. A lot of people helped her out. But uh, anyway, uh, there's a video on YouTube on the Minnehaha, which was the name of her boat, the Minnehaha, and it means the laughing waters. The, and uh, so if, if uh, maybe if people wanted to get a little glimpse of, of, uh, of that song, they could check it out on, on YouTube. All right. We will provide the link to that, and I'm about to check it out myself. Oh, cool. All right, Lenny. Well, thank you so much again, and until next time. Thank you very much, man. Thanks for your interest. Thank Bye -bye. you. Bye-bye. We thank you and appreciate you dropping in for the Paul Leslie Hour today. You know, you can help the Paul Leslie Hour in our mission to provide independent media content like this by visiting www.thepaulleslie.com slash support. We truly thank you. This is your announcer speaking. Performance of the Entertainer intro song and Corina Corina outro song courtesy of John Primerano. Well, that's it for today. So until next time, be safe and be good. <laughs>